Hey, listeners. If you enjoy going to space with us each week through our podcast or our vodcast interviews, can you help us out? It's easy to do. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss a new episode. But we would be so appreciative if you would even go the step further to write a review wherever you listen, be it Apple, Amazon, or Spotify. Or you can even go to our YouTube channel, Aerospace and Innovation Academy. Leaving us the highest ratings helps us to move those algorithms, which helps us reach more like-minded listeners. If we've ever helped you or your student to enjoy the world of aerospace education, it would mean so much to us. And without further ado, let's get to this week's show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our latest podcast edition. Uh, this is Let's Go to Space, Blue Sky Learning. Uh, I'm Kevin Simmons, and this week I'm going. We're we're going to do a little something different. Normally, Shauna and I interview uh, someone in aerospace, a student, a grad student, professor, engineer, scientist, something like that, or an educator. Um, this week, uh, we thought we would take a break and review our recent Small Set Education Conference. Uh, the conference in its second year was just fantastic. We had such a uh, increase in the type and the quality of the product that we delivered in our second year, and we just wanted to take a few minutes to share about uh, what happened at the conference, and additionally, what um, uh, what are the upcoming events that the Wolfpack CubeSat development team are, are currently involved with, uh, and we are as always, we're looking for um, excited and and students that have an interest in aerospace and entrepreneurship and aerospace and education public policy. And we work to try to provide those students opportunities as we go to space. So let's jump right in and let's talk about the conference. For those of you that may or may not know, our website for our conference is smallsateducation.org. We held our second annual conference at the Kennedy Space Center uh, within the visitor center there at KSC in a building called the Astronaut Memorial Foundation Center for Space Education. It's a beautiful building. It's located uh, in the northwest quadrant of uh, the campus there for the visitor center. So I'll, uh, for those of you that happen to be seeing this on Zoom, I will put up uh, an image of of that so that you can see exactly where we're talking about. We intend to meet there next year as well. So you can see just to the west of the gateway, the new gateway building, the, the new deep space complex building in the west side of the campus is the Center for Space Education building. It is a tremendous venue to have our uh, conference. And that's where um, we um, met again, for the past two years, and we intend to meet there next year as well. Just a little bit about the Astronaut Memorial Foundation. They were started, uh, they're really a support organization for the families of those astronauts that, that have died over the years. And they are run by a really great state legislator by the name of Thad Altman. Uh, he has been a, a good friend to the Wolfpack and the Aerospace and Innovation Academy. He's the current director of the AMF. Uh, he also is a um, has been a state senator, and he is currently a, a pretty high-ranking uh, representative in the Florida House of Representatives. I just also want to point out that the the tech support that we get from this conference is outstanding, and that's led by a gentleman by the name of Chris Albright. Uh, 
So we held our conference there at, at KSC at the Visitor Center. And I'm, uh, you know, as I look down the website, I, I want to thank all of our sponsors, uh, especially Aerojet, Rocketdyne, and the Satellite Educators Association. They were two of our most supportive sponsors. We're very grateful for them. Also for Jacobs, uh, Jacobs Engineering, IEEE, uh, Marutech, uh, also the Aerospace, um, the American Institute for Aeronautics and Astronautics at the National Office. We're, we're very thankful for what they did at our conference. Uh, a gentleman named Jake Williams, he runs the uh, sort of the education lead at AIAA National. He came down and was one of our 25 or so exhibitors. Uh, really glad he was there as well. So, and and also we had uh, Planet Labs was another one of our sponsors, and uh, and Miss Allison Odyssey. So we're very grateful for all of their support. Just a high level overview for our conference: we had um, thirty seven presentations, we had uh, seven workshops uh, that were running concurrent to our presentations, and we had thirteen posters. We also had probably twenty five exhibitors that were either universities, uh, NASA, NASA programs. Uh, uh, we had some other uh, pre-college institutions, uh, particularly uh, want to point out um, that we had uh, a, a number of tremendous speakers as well. So just, just a quick overview of some of our presenters. We had uh, Johnson Space Center, uh, Orbital Debris Office presented, Planet Labs, Teachers in Space, Alba Orbital, Embry-Riddle, uh, Marutech, MIT, uh, UF, uh, the Debris Sat Lab, and the Florida Atlantic University Aerospace Experimental Association. We're real happy we had uh, speakers from as far away as Morocco and Scotland and London from King College and from several universities and companies here in the United States. We had over 350 registered attendees uh, which is uh, an increase from last year. And even our uh, Wolfpack students were very active in the presentations as well. Um, uh, we had uh, Yasmin and Alex and Zion uh, were part of some presentations. Then also uh, we had uh, a preliminary design review at the conclusion of the conference. So uh, to start off our conference on Saturday morning, we had our keynote presentation by uh, Dr. Jose Nunez. Dr. Nunez is a professional engineer and PhD. He is at Kennedy Space Center and he is the manager for the SmallSat capabilities program there. He's also an important player in the University Nanosatellite Program. And that program really was the basis of his um, presentation. He also spoke about some of the university partnerships and some of the alliances between um, uh, NASA the Air Force and the Space Force. So there's a number of great opportunities for uh, uh, companies uh, and uh, I'm sorry, for universities to collaborate with these uh, big institutions. So uh, let's talk about just briefly some of the sponsors. Uh, as some of you that may know me and, and Kevin Johnson, we are the creators of this conference. Kevin Johnson is an engineer, a systems engineer with Jacobs Engineering at Kennedy Space Center. He is also a um, PhD student at University of Central Florida. Really a good guy and a hard worker. 
I, I could not have asked for a better partner for putting together the Small Set Education Conference. Additionally, uh, some really important sponsors of our, our um, conference was the IEEE, uh, the IEEE, the AIAA Cape Canaveral section, um, of which Kevin Johnson is a member, the AIAA Palm Beach section, of which I am a member, uh, and of course, I have mentioned the AIAA national support, uh, Lindsay Mitchell and Jake Williams. We're, we're really happy to work with them. Uh, but additionally, I want to do a shout out to Jakey Bloomer, who brought some students, and she is the K-12 education lead at the AIAA St. Louis uh, section. So I'm really happy to see Jackie, and I felt like it seemed like she and her kids were having a great time at KSC and at our conference. So real briefly, I'd like to share just a little bit about the, the workshops that we did. The workshops were very popular this year. Uh, uh, I, by far, let's see, we, we had a high altitude balloon workshop. We looked at, uh, we had Dr. Arvidson and Peter Arvidson from uh, Cal State. Um, they spoke about how to access data and analyze it from satellites. Um, we had uh, Macaulay, uh, Macaulay from IEEE talk about a system of systems, and we also had Frank Zobazinski with a machine learning workshop. By far, though, the um, uh, two of the more popular presentations were how to teach uh, innovation, uh, innovating and educational outreach for emerging students and engineers. That was taught by the Space Force Association's Diane Ward. And she's a, a just a tremendous volunteer to our conference. And uh, of course, the most popular, it seems like, workshop we had this year were uh, the fundamentals of soldering that was taught by Florida Atlantic University's Aerospace Experimental Association. And those college students were, they, they just did a tremendous job. In fact, it was at the end of the day and the visitor center was shutting down. And finally, we had to just sort of run everyone off because the workshop ran long and everyone was having such a good time. And it it just, I, it seems like it had about 30, 35 folks there. It, we'll be posting some pictures on our webpage a little bit later. Uh, and I think you'll see that it was just a tremendous time for all those involved. All right, uh, one other neat thing that we do at our conference is in the fall, prior to the conference, we host an art contest. And this year we did our contest in collaboration with uh, the National Space Society and um, Space Edge in particular. I just wanna thank um, Lynn Zielinski, Francis Delutri and Jim Plaxco. They were very, very helpful in making this happen. Uh, with our partners at NSS, we, uh, our theme this year for the art contest was a vision of a future in space. And it allowed students of almost any age, young through uh, university, to create a digital uh, handmade or uh, even a digital art, but to create a two-dimensional art uh, piece and submit it uh, online. And we had over 5,600 entries from a number of countries. And you can see our winning uh, uh, you know, the the uh, those that placed in each age division, and you can see our overall uh, winner uh, on smallsateducation.org. But it was a, a really, I think, a very successful art competition. 
Um, some of our exhibitors, again, and presenters, um, just uh, I'm just floored by the quality of folks that came to help us champion the idea of educators and students being more involved with high altitude balloons, uh, thin sets, uh, cube sets, um, et cetera, pocket cubes. Um, brings me to one of our, our great friends of our conferences, Near Space Launch. And it was great to have Near Space Launch with us again as well. Let's see. All right. Now, once the conference ended on Sunday afternoon, I want to share a little bit about what the Wolfpack did. As you know, the Wolfpack CubeSat development team is our nonprofit company, and, and it is uh, supported by uh, this, the Aerospace and Innovation Academy. And we conducted um, a preliminary design review. And we've learned about, you know, we've learned through working with and building our CubeSats that the preliminary preliminary design review helps us accomplish two requirements by NASA to prior to even submitting a proposal to the CSLI program. That's a technical review and a merit review. And uh, you know we've learned a lot over the years by um, you know our friends at uh, MIT and the Star Lab and Dr. Cahoy and some of her students that are now professors. In fact, uh, Dr. Dobel Pereira wonderful volunteer for the conference and presenter and exhibitor at um, the small set conference, a small set education conference this year. But we conducted our preliminary design review and we had about um, eight, eight visitors, you know, engineers and scientists that were attendees of the conference that sat and, and uh, listened to our students. We had five students that presented um, we had Yasmin was the lead student. She is at UF. Uh, Yasmin and Colin, uh, Dylan, Daniel, and Alex. Um, they all presented the proposal for the Wolfsat one. And I think it went real well. Uh, I, I was really happy with all the feedback that we got. They The engineers asked great questions. They pressed the kids. There were things that the students just couldn't answer. And so we gathered all those questions and all that feedback, and we incorporated them into our CSLI proposal, which was submitted uh, a real short uh, time ago. So we will wait until, I think, March, until we hear from NASA if that proposal is accepted. If you're a, a newcomer to the world of CubeSats and you need to try to find uh, a money for a ride to help defray some of the costs of building your satellite. I highly encourage you to look at uh, NASA's CubeSat launch initiative webpage. So in addition to um, the five students presenting uh, the, the proposal, the WolfSat 1, Colin also has championed, and he is our lead student for our first um, cislunar CubeSat proposal, Opus 1. This is Colin's passion project. It's what he really wants to make happen while he's in high school. Um, we're not quite as far along developmentally down the, the, you know, the timeline with Opus 1, but it is a very exciting uh, satellite that Colin wants to uh, champion as the sort of the highlight of his high school uh, career. So uh, following the PDR, that concluded our time at Kennedy Space Center. I uh, just want to take a few minutes and share with you what are the upcoming events uh, at uh, you know, AIA, the Aerospace and Innovation Academy, and our Wolfpack students. 
So the very next things that are coming up is that um, we are heading to Glasgow, Scotland to attend the 10th annual Pocket Cube Conference. And there, uh, Kenan, Zion, and um, uh, Winston will be making their first presentation, their first international presentation, and they'll be presenting on CubeSats and Pocket Cubes. After Scotland, uh, we have Elliot and Tyler that are going to Hawaii, to the Hawaii International Conference on Education, and they'll be making a presentation there. And then in early January, uh, we have uh, a great opportunity. We have our own session called the Pre-College CubeSat Session at uh, the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics SciTech Conference. And that is um, going to be in Orlando. And on Tuesday, January 9th, if you're available, please go to the convention center and there'll be seven presentations from one o'clock in the afternoon to three. And they'll all be Wolfpack students. They're all students that had submitted papers. And I'm very appreciative of the AIAA for grouping uh, these students. And you'll learn about novel uh, satellite batteries. You'll learn about some of the aerospace education policy efforts. Uh, you'll learn about uh, a VR uh, a, a VR program created by Dylan, one of our students that will allow uh, other students to learn how to build CubeSats virtually. Just a great session. Please join us January 9th at the uh, AIAA SciTech conference. Then we are, the, the Wolfpack, once we get through the, the the three or four events between now and middle of January, then we are in this phase where the team writes papers for the conferences we want to go to later in the year 2024. So just real quickly, if you are interested in a great, great opportunities for your students to learn and present, I recommend the following conferences. Uh, number one is COSVAR, the Committee for Space Research. It meets every other year. The, the site moves around the world. We had a wonderful time in Greece in uh, two summers ago. And then this summer, we intend to go to uh, Busan, South Korea. We'll be submitting numerous papers there, probably about a dozen. Uh, and the kids are excited about a chance to visit South Korea. Then in August, we have the Small Set Conference in Logan, Utah at Utah State University. That is the largest camp, the, the largest gathering of CubeSat builders in the world. There's probably about 4,000 people there at six days. Tremendous way to network and learn about the actual form factor of the CubeSat. Then after that, in October, we have the International Astronautical Congress. And it, along with COSPAR, are like the world's really large, like about 10,000 people gatherings. This year, the IAC is in Milan, Italy. And of course, a lot of students are excited about that. Later in October, we have our own CubeSat, uh, I'm sorry, SmallSat Education Conference, and we'll be again at Kennedy Space Center. And we welcome all teachers and students to submit abstracts to present there. And um, that takes us all the way to the end of the year. And then, of course, SciTech will be happening in January 2025. It will also be in um, Orlando for that uh, year as well. So that's sort of what's going on in the next year and a summary of what we did at the Small Set Education Conference. If you have any uh, questions or you'd like to learn more about our program, 
If you'd visit the Aerospace and Innovation Academy website, that's aerospacehigh.org. Um, I'll be glad to follow up with you. And, and we're always looking for educators that want to learn more about CubeSats, small sats, thin sats, high altitude balloons. We think they are the optimal way to train the 21st century STEM workforce. I want to thank you for giving me, uh, you know, listening to this week's uh, episode. And uh, please visit us at our websites at bluecubesat.com, aerospacehigh.org, wolfpat wolfpacksat.org. Um, we look forward to having you join us uh, next week. As you'll probably hear my colleague and I say, let's go to space. Have a great day.